We begin today's daf on Yud Amud Rishon, and we're at the top, top line. Tamar Bana Eris Yisrael Nivret Tehila. Zechol Laolam Kulo Nivrat Basof. So Eris Yisrael was created first, and the rest of the world was created after Shne Emar Ad Loasa Eris Vechusot. See, Eris comes before Chusot. Mm-hmm. Eris is Eris Israel. Chusot <coughs> is the outskirts. Eris Israel, Mashke Ota Kadosh Baruch Hu Eris Israel, Kadosh Baruch Hu gives it rain directly. Baatzmo. Vechol Aulam Kulo Ayedeshaliyah. The rest of the world gets into a Shaliyah, an angel. Shneemar. Amen. So it says Hanoten Matar. God gives Matar directly al Pene Ares. And Sholeyah Maim and he sends the war Aide Shadiyah al Pene Hutzot. Eris Israel Shoteh Megishamim. Eris Israel drinks from the Megishamim, the the waters. And the rest of the world only drinks from the tamsit, from the remnants of the water. Matar is the main rain. Everybody gets the residue. Eris Israel gets first. Everybody else gets after. And then Chutzot. Mashal Adam shemegabed tagebina. The person makes the cheese. He's congealing the cheese. Lotel ta'ochel umani atapsonet. He takes the food, the cheese, and he has the leftover milk, the water. And that uh, same thing with Eretz Yisrael. Amar Mor. We learned above on yesterday's daf. This morning's daf. Mematikin hen be'avin. That the waters become sweetened in the clouds. The waters come from the ocean. So if Oceanus is salty, but the waters come down, they're not salty. So how does it work? The clouds sweeten it. Right? One pasuk says, Hashkat Mayim. It's two Pesukim, one is in Tehilim and one is in Shemuel. Uchtiv and one Pesuk says, Hashrat Mayim. <coughs> so make up your mind, is it Hashrat or is it Hashrat? So the Gemara is going to make a combination. Abe Shakim. Shekol Kaf Veshadeh Aresh. Take the Kaf of Hashrat and put it next to the Resh of Hashrat. Vecharid Be Hakshrat. Hakshrat is as if it's prepared. The head can be interchanged with the hair. So we have hakshanat, that the water is prepared in the clouds. Rashi, kilomar, kah, kaf, shimimilat hashkat, betsarfu imilat hashrat, bekari be hakshanat, shimimatikin umakshidan ba'avin. They are prepared and they become suitable in the clouds. Hakshanat. Ah, verbi Yeshua, bahani kira'e, maidarish behu. The Yeshua says you don't need the sweetening in the clouds because he says the waters come from 
מים עליונים. סרקות רבי יהושע אומר לזדהות עם פסוקים. סבלה כהד וכי אתר אבדימי אמר אמרי במערבה דסל אין דה ווסט נהור ענני If the clouds are light, Zairin Mohi. The rain that's inside is also light. Hashok Ananeh. But when the clouds are dark, then Sagyan Mohi. Then there's a lot of rain inside. So that's what it means when it says Hashkat Ma'im Aveh Shahakim. That when the clouds are Hashkat, when they're dark, which means they have Aveh Shahakim, the clouds are thick, so then already you have a lot of rain. So we imply from there that if it's thin, the clouds, so you have a little rain. And what does he do with Hashrat Ma'im? We learned already Hashrat Ma'im on yesterday's nap. That said what? That the rain comes down... Like Nabi Yashua said above. Kemal Azla Adetanya. The upper waters They're suspended Which means they're not resting on anything It's like they're in a pool And the pool is just being suspended in the Shamayim And the fruit of those waters is called uh, Which means as if the water has a sweat The sweat of those waters becomes the rain not from ma'asecha, from peri ma'asecha, from the fruit of your creation. What's the fruit of God's creation? Ki'ilu, the sweat of the rain. The rain is shamayim, the, the the pool. And from the sweat of that pool, that's where the rain comes from. Keman, who's that going like? Can it be Yeshua? Of course, because the Yeshua says the rains are in the shamayim. Verabi and the Ezer, what does the Bibli Ezer do with this pasuk? Gahu the Maasei Yadav Shela Kadosh Baruch Hu Dichtiv. This is talking about the creation when God created the world. What does that mean when God created the world? It explains it over here. The Maasei Yadav that it's talking about over here that the water of the world is called Pri Maasecha, not not the. Uh, the product of the pool in Shamayim, like the Yoshua said, from the fruit of your creation, meaning from the rain, it's just talking about the creation of the world. It's not talking about specifically the pool that has the pity. It's not from God's fruit of His labor. He brings rain to the world. Amar ben Nevi, we're all drinking from the residue of the rain of Gan Eden. Because there's a river that comes from Eden and it gives all the uh, <coughs> and it gives the Gan and then from the Gan it goes out to the rivers. So we get from what came from Eden. So that she says that a Betkur is uh, a vessel that uh, its waters are able to um, feed or, or give irrigation to a bet kur. A bet kur is thirty se'ah. So from a uh, from the residue 
of a bet kur, from the rains, the residue of the rains of a bet kur, is able to give rain in order to irrigate a tarkav. What's a tarkav? Tarkav is one sixtieth of a bet kur. So it's a hepeseah. Right? So it's one sixtieth. So therefore, the rain of a bet kur, the pure water of a bet kur, if you take the tamsit of it, it can give to one sixtieth of that uh, of that shoe, which is called a tarkav. So Tura she says, Olam echad meshishim began Eden. The world is one sixtieth of Gan Eden. So we just said we get the remnants of Gan Eden. So it's a one to sixty ratio. So Gan Eden. So therefore we get uh, is sixty times Olam Azeh or this world, and therefore the ratio is Bet Kur to a Tarkav. Tarabanan Eres Misraim Havya Dalid Meot Parsa. Al Dalid Meot Parsa. Okay, Egypt is four hundred Parsa by four hundred Parsa. And that's uh, one sixtieth of the size of Kush, which is Kush is sixty times that size. That's uh, like uh, Africa. And Kush is one sixtieth of the world. That means the world is sixty times Kush. And Gan is sixty times greater than the world. And Eden is sixty times gone. The Eden had Mishishim the Gehinam. And Eden Gehinam is sixty times greater than it. Nimsa called Aulam Kudo Kikisui Kedirale Gehinam. Gehinam is so big that this world is like a pot cover to Gehinam. Yeshomrim Gehinam Enna Shiur. And some say, forget it, Gehinam has no Shiur whatsoever. Yeshomrim Eden Enna Shiur. Amar Moshaya, my dictif, Shochenet Amaim Rabbim, Rabbat Otsarot. The country that rests on a lot of water, an abundance of water, Shochenet Amaim Rabbim, Rabbat Otsarot. It has a lot of treasures. Treasures of what? So Rashi, the Gemara says, Migaram le Babel, Shiyu Otsroteham Meleot Bar. What caused Babel that its treasures, its granaries, are filled with wheat? Because it rests on Maim Because Babel is in a very low lying area where there's a lot of water. Amarav, Atida Babel, the Hatzda, Atida Babel. Babel is rich. The Hatzda, Belometra. That means what? The Hasdab al She says, right, they're able to reap the wheat without any rain. Because the ground is so fertile, because all the waters of the other countries fall down to Babel. So they're able to reap the wheat without any rain. Amar We have a uh, tradition. That it's better to live in a place that's moist than to live in a place that's dry. That's why Tosafot explains it also. Second Tosafot, Perush Mutav Liot Be'eres Shilacha Mikshehu Yevesha. Okay, now we go to the next Mishnah. Gimel B'Mar Cheshvan Shuadim Etikishemim. So when do we start asking for rains? V'Ten Talam Atal Lebracha. So the Mishnah says in the third of Cheshvan. Rabban Gamliel Omer B'Shvaah Bo. 
on the seventh of Hashvan, and that's the halakha in right. Israel. Where they get that um, that halakha from? Tedbav Yom Achar Achag. It's fifteen days after Sukkot. Kedeshi Yagia Acharon Shem Israel and Har Perad. So the pilgrims that came from Babel to Eretz Israel, they give them enough time to at least get back to the Euphrates River, so they don't have to travel in the rain. So they're giving them uh, time to travel back. Rashi says, "Kilomar." Before the waters start to get to Prat, so therefore they delay it. Gemara, Amar Bilazar, Halacha, Kerabang Gamliel, Tanya, Hananya, Omer, Ubagola, and we're about in the exile. Not in Eretz Yisrael. When do we start to say Barich Amenu? Ad Shishim Betkufa, sixty days after the Tekufa, after the equinox, after the autumnal uh, uh, equinox. So Gemara says, Amar Avuna Bar Hayamar Shuvah Halacha, Kahananya, Nas Halacha, sixty days. Ini. The equinox but, is September 20th. 60 days will be November. We do December. So you have to know how they're calculating the equinox. You have to know how they're calculating. It's not the regular um, equinox that we have. There are two types of equinoxes that, uh, that could yeah, occur. Yeah, they're, doing, they're doing the autumnal, but it's a later one. They're not calculating it like we calculate it. Shemuel. I, they asked from Shemuel. Me'emat, Matkirina, and Vetenta, Alamata. They asked them, when do you start saying Vetenta? Tabut Rishba was a guy's name, Tabut the Trapper. And he used to bring in the wood from outside into the shed because he knew when the rainy season was coming. And they used to keep the wood outside in order to keep it uh, dry so they have wood for the winter. So right before the rainy season, he would go bring it in. So that's the time that you start saying Retenta. When you see Tabut Rishba, Tabut the trapper bring the wood inside. That's when it's very chalim. So the Gemara says, "Do my individi had shower now?" Listen, maybe it's the same time. Maybe it's not a malok. Maybe that was sixty days after the uh, after the equinox. Now the Gemara has a question: Ibayidu yom shishim kilefneshishim or kilachar shishim? Day sixty. How do you consider day sixty? Is day sixty like before day sixty, which is not very chalim, or is day sixty like after day sixty? Which is Barakhavin, which is the day itself. Do you start on day 60 or do you start on day 61? That's really the question. So Yabara says, Tashema, Rav Amar, Yom Shishim, Kedahar Shishim. That what? You start on day 60. Day 60 is like day 61. Right. Amar, Yom Shishim, Kedahar Shishim. Shabbat says, No, day 60 is like day 59. Amar of Nachman, but it's like the Simanach. How are you going to remember who said what? Rav, who came from Eretz Yisrael, that's in the mountainous regions. They need rain. So therefore, he's the Shita that said, already on day 60. Mm-hmm. The one from Eretz Yisrael, that needs the rain, because in the mountainous regions, you need the rain because there's a runoff. So therefore, you can remember that Rav was the rabbi that said, what? Started on the 60th. But those that live in the valleys, like in Babel, Shemuel, they don't need that much rain. So we could start it a day later. So that we can remember which rabbi said what based on where they're from. Amar Papa Elcheta Yom Shishim Kelahar Shishim. Let's talk as well. Yom Shishim is Kelahar Shishim. Then it starts on day sixty. Rashi says. Rashi writes over here. 
בבבל, בגולה, מתרושים סימושים, שואלים עד שישים לקבוצת תשרי, וכן אנו נוהגים, שכל מנהגנו אחד בני בבל. Even though we're not from Babel, but all the minhagim follow minhag Babel, and if we do it 60 days. And that uh, comes out, uh, just for the record, either on sometimes the summer, fourth or fifth, once in a while. The question then is, uh, why is it following uh, the secular calendar? Because Pashut, since the equinox is a solar calculation, it's not a lunar calculation, so therefore the calendar of the uh, Guim is a lunar uh, calculation, oh, so therefore solar. a solar calculation, so therefore it follows the solar calendar, because it's following the solar uh, the seasons uh, are solar Mishnah Tegiya Yudzayin B'marchashvan If Yudzayin B'marchashvan came Velo Yavdu Geshamim and it didn't start raining Tehilu Yechidim Mitanim so that's it, they start fasting. Yud Zayin and Marchajvan. Velo Yardu Geshamim. Etchilo Yechidim Metanim. They start fasting. Who's the Yechidim? We'll see who those people are. Gimel Ta'niyot. Three fasts. The fasts are always Monday, Thursday, Monday. Not three days in a row. Ochlim Veshotim Meshachashecha. They can eat at night. The fasts don't start at night. Mutarim b'melachar, they're allowed to do work on these fasts. B'lchitza, they can bathe, v'sicha, they can anoint themselves. U'b'ni'ailat ha-sandala, they can wear shoes. U'b'tashmish ha-mitah, marad of relations. Ha-gi'ar ha-shpadash k'slev, or ha-yadu g'shamim. Now, Bedin Gozim, shalosh ta'aniyot al-sibur. Now, already gets more serious. So, Bedin Gozim, ta'aniyot al-sibur, o'chim v'shotim v'shah shecha, and they're able to eat also at night. ומותרים במלאכה, ובחיצה, ובשיחה, ובנרת הסנדל, ובתשמיש המיטה. ראשי, ראשי says, הגיע שבעה עשר, אוכלים בשלים השעשיכה, שאין אוכלים בבעוד יום כיום הכיפורים. Exactly, it's not like יום כיפור that starts בבעוד יום. So that's the משנה. Comes Gemaran begins. Man Yehidim, who are these Yehidim? Right, you said that the Yehidim start the first. Who's the Yehidim? Man Yehidim, Amar Avuna, Rabbanan. It's the rabbis. Yehidim are the rabbis. The rabbis start first because the tefilot are accepted. Amar Avuna, Rabbanan. Amar Avuna, Yehidim betanim shoshat aniyot sheni v'hamishiv v'sheni. Monday, Thursday, Monday. Yeah. So Yomara says, Michael Ashmanan, we know Monday, Thursday, Monday. Tanina, Stan Gozim, Tanita, the Sibur, Betrila, the Hamishi. You're not allowed to make a fast day on the Sibur. And when it comes to a series of fasts, you don't make it on the Thursday. Why? So there's no price gouging. What's going to happen? People are going to break their fast on Thursday night. And they're buying food for Shabbat. And now all of a sudden, the, the shopkeeper didn't know there was a fast that day. It was, uh, you know, it was the first day, it was the first of a, of a three-day, Thursday, Monday, Thursday. He didn't hear about it yet. And all of a sudden, he sees everybody's buying this food like this. He thinks there's a famine. And what's he going to end up doing? He's going to jack up the prices. By Monday, if you start on Monday, by Thursday already he had heard that there was a fast. 
So therefore, he's not going to jack up the prices. So therefore, we know that you always start on the Monday, Thursday, Monday. Why do you have to tell me that the Yehidim start on Monday, Thursday, Monday? Ela shalosh ta'amiyot rishonot sheni v'hamishi v'sheni. You do Monday, Thursday, Monday. Says now, ma'od etema hani mili sibur. Maybe I would have said that's only when it comes to the sibur. Then you have to worry about everybody flooding the stores and motzei ta'anit, and you have to worry about the the market going up. About yachid, no. Maybe I would say we don't have to make this gezerah by the individual by the tavi yachamim kamash ma'ad that we do it nonetheless. Tanya namecher. We have a bright that support us. When the Achamim start to fast, Metanim Sheni Vahamishi Vesheni. Now let's say Rosh Chodesh falls out on a Monday or a Thursday in that series. They don't fast on the Rosh Chodesh. And Ubiyamim Tovim Akitovim Megillah Ta'anit. Megillah Ta'anit was the Megillah that has all the, the days that miracles happen to Am Yisrael. And you're not allowed to fast on those days. It's Megillah Ta'anit, but it's the Megillah that you're not allowed to. Right. And you're not allowed to fast. So if one of those days falls out on the Monday and the Thursday of the series of fasts, so they suspend it. Tarabanan, Al Yomar Adam, Talmid Ani, Eni Ra'ui Liyot Yahid. When it comes to these fasts, the student shouldn't say, well, I'm only a Talmid, I'm not really a Yahid. Because he wants to get out of fasting. Right. He shouldn't make himself humble all of a sudden and say he's a Tamid. Even the Tamid Achamim are allowed to make themselves like Yechidim. It's not considered Gaaba. Why? Because they're burdening themselves. By making themselves a Yechid in this case, it's not to their pleasure, it's to their Humrah they have to, they have to fast. Ezu Yachid Ve'ezu Talmid. It's a good question. What makes the Yachid and Yachid is Talmid Acham? What makes the Yachid and what makes the Talmid? Yachid Kosherah Limnuto Parnasa the Sibur. That he's already able to be appointed a Parnasa the Sibur. That means he knows. You can ask him, you know, questions uh, in any sugya, like the Gemara says in a different place. You can ask him questions all over, and uh, he can answer. Talmid. He knows what he's learning. If you ask him what he's learning, he can answer you. And even the easy masechet. Masechet kala is easy masechet. Even if he can answer you on a question on the easy masechet, that's also called tamid. Tarabanan. Not everybody that wants to give himself that status of Yahid can do that. Talmid Ose. Nor can you make yourself the status of a Talmid. A Talmidim used to wear certain hats. And therefore, what? You want to put on this special hat now to get Kavod? Not everybody can do such a thing. Let him do it. It should be mentioned for good. At least in the case of the Yahid. <laughs> Let him make himself Yahid. What's the benefit? It's only a Tsar. He has to fast. Maybe when it comes to a Talmid, he shouldn't, because the Talmid is Hashu, because he's wearing the hat. But when it comes to Yahid, make yourself Yahid. Tanya Idach, no, Kodarotzeh, Lasotatzmo Yahid, Ose. Talmid, Ose. Devril Bishomer in Azad. Rabban, Chongel, Yomer, Bamed, Devril Yomerim, Devril Shevach. When do we say you can't make yourself a Yahid? Or a Talmid, that's only when it's a praiseworthy thing, where it brings you more kavod. But if it's uh, painful, like this case where it causes you to fast, and you should be mentioned for the good.
Okay, let's say he was fasting because of a certain trouble came. He was fasting a series of fasts, Monday, Thursday, Monday. And all of a sudden, it passed. The, the tzara went away. In the middle of his uh, fasting, in the middle of the three days. Or a sick person got better. He has to finish the series. Because otherwise, it makes like he's uh, making uh, you know, uh, deals with God. But she says... Uh, Meaning, I'm only fasting if it uh, if it doesn't go away. But if it goes away, I'm not going to fast. No, you made a deal with God. You have to fulfill your fulfill your word. Now, let's say a person goes. He lives in a place where they're not fasting. They would have no problems in that place. But he went on a trip. So he has to take on the stringencies of the place that he goes to. Reverse. He went from a place where they're fasting to a place where they're not fasting. He has to take on the stringency where he came from. So no matter what, he has to take the stringencies both ways. Those fortress points out if you went from a place where they're fasting to a place where they're not fasting, even if your intention is to stay there. <laughs> Which means, he went from a place that they're fasting, he moved to a place where they're not fasting. He's going to stay there, doesn't matter. Why that Tosfot says? Because, right, he made a Kabbalah, he already accepted the three fasts upon himself. So it doesn't matter if he's living there permanently now. Bottom line, you accepted the fasts. Well, it happens. Guy had a fast day, he forgot. Okay, he drank. It was a mistake. So what happened? Now you say, oh, I broke my fast anyway, so you go start eating in front of the people. No, you can't do it. That's not nice. Nor should you eat pleasurable foods either. That she says, should know your mother. The person should say, well, I broke my fast anyway, so I'll go get ice cream. I'll go get a, you know, a, a pleasurable foods. Yaakov tells his children Do not make yourself conspicuous What does that mean? When they were in Mitzrayim I'm sorry, when they were in Eretz Kena'an They had food But he still told them Go down to Egypt Because we shouldn't make ourselves look That we're satiated in front of the Goyim don't make yourself look satiated. No b'fnei Isab, but no b'fnei Ishmael. Not in front of the Goyim. The same thing over here. Persons eating in front of everybody else that's fasting. You shouldn't arouse their uh, their jealousy. Everybody else is starving. That's what Yosef told the brothers when they were going back to Yaakov to tell him the news that he was alive. So he tells him what? Alter Gizu. What does he mean, Alter Gizu? Amar Abir Azar, Amar Lehem Yosef Lehachab. Al Titasku Bidvar Halakha. Don't study Halakha on the road, be a young, in depth. Shemetir Gizu Alechem Adderich. He might lose the road. He wanted him to get home, and he knows that Tabidachim, they're going to talk to the Torah. They're probably going to rehash the case of Yosef from a halakhic standpoint. And when you get involved in the halakhic discussion, they're going to lose the road. 
So therefore, he said, do me a favor, go to your father, do not uh, get lost. Do not talk. Alakaini, the Amar of Elai Barberachia, Sheneta, Midachem, Shemachim Baderek, the Embenem, the Vretora, the Uimli Saref. Two Tamidachim that are walking on the road that don't speak to Vretora. It's worth that a fire should come down in between them and burn. Says they were walking and they were speaking. Who was this walking over here and speaking? The prophet. Which prophet over here? And it says, and they were speaking. They were speaking to the Torah. There was a chariot of fire. And the fire did not hit them, it separated them. Ah, only because they were talking to the Torah. Tama dibur. Because they had a dibur. Ha leka dibur. You see that the fire only they were saved because there was a dibur. There was no dibur, there would have been a problem. So the Yabara says, Lakasha. Which means, of course, you have to learn on the road. But what Yosef was telling them, don't make a yun. Don't go deep. Of course, the Torah have to study, but to go deep, that he was right that they're going to lose themselves. The Manitatana, the bright that says, Al Tifsiu Pesi Agasa, that he was telling him something else. Al Tifsiu Baderich, don't take big strides. Okay, we have to see why not. Why shouldn't they take big strides? Because the Gemara is going to say it's damaging if you take big strides. Vachnisu Hamal and at night, which means check into the city when it's still light. You don't travel by night. Uh, at night, we understand why you shouldn't travel. You don't know the roads. There can be sakana. Uh, there can be ditches. There can be pits. There can be robbers. So he's giving him two pieces of advice. No big strides. And check in uh, when it's still light outside. That uh, big strides, God forbid, can take every big stride a person takes, can take away one five hundredth of his eyesight. So therefore, it's sakana. Why should you come into the city when it's still light? Kitov means kitov, meaning in the light. You should always leave in the daylight. bechitov, and you should settle into the town bechitov when it's light outside. or the day came out, it was light. And she gives the reason why. Because in the day there's not robbers. And so you don't fall into the ditches and the, the pits that are in the city. And then what's going to happen also if they see him at night and she says traveling, they're going to think he's a spy. And they're going to start to make uh, stories on the person. Tosfot over here. Tosfot says. Pesiaga sa takes one five hundred of his eyesight. So Tosfot asks a question. When like shot him, can the hamishmot pesiot kasot yenital kol mor enav shel adam? Once he takes five hundred uh, uh, steps, he'll be blind, right? Because he said every step takes five hundred. So if one guy takes a guy goes jogging, he takes five hundred steps, he's finished. And he says, it's not like that. The second you also lose, but you lose less. 
Then Tosfur has another question. Why should the first step take more than the second step? So he says, Only the first step takes away from the eyesight. Already you got used to it, the body got used to it, it's not going to affect him. In a me, Pesiari, Shonat Tiru Tefeh, Mishum Nechol Hathalot Kashot. All beginnings are difficult. So yeah, Tosfot says it's possible that the first step is worse than the second step. Okay, that's the Gemara. Uh, yeah, the Gemara is going to maybe discuss that. The question is, that we want to analyze uh, today for a moment, in the remaining uh, moments of the Shi'ud, it's a quick dab. Is this inyan of fasting on Mondays and Thursdays and Mondays? Where did they get those days to be the days of the uh, Ta'anit? Why is it those days uh, specifically? So, is there a Gemara Baba Kama over there? There's a Tusafot in Gemara Baba Kama and that Pebet. Let's see what the Tosfot says. Tosfot is discussing over here the Anyan of Bedin, the one I was talking about. Bedin used to sit on Mondays and Thursdays. So Tosfot wants to know why. So he says like this. Isn't that because the people come to town? His Also, they made separate Torah on Mondays and Thursdays. Correct, yeah, separate Torah Mondays and Thursdays. So, so I want to know where they get Mondays and Thursdays from. We know that they don't want us to go three days without Torah. So, why Mondays and Thursdays did they pick? Moshe Rabbeinu ala b'shalom ala b'chamishi lekabel luchot acharonot When Moshe Rabbeinu went to get the second tablets he went up on a Thursday v'yarad b'shini and he came down on a Monday v'netratzelo ha'makom So you see that Thursday and Monday were good days for Am Yisrael that's the day when they went up for the second tablets and when he came down for the second tablets l'fishaya et ratzon be'ota aliyah v'yirida and since on those moments of history there was very uh, good luck for Am Yisrael Kabu B'Shini V'Hamishi so that's why they established the reading of the Sefer Torah in those days, also was it their lucky days then to Sfotos V'Lekach Name Nahagu L'Tanot B'Shini V'Hamishi that's why we fast also on Shini V'Hamishi so it sounds like from Tosfot that because they're lucky days, they're, you know, the days of Etratzon, so it makes sense to fast on a Etratzon day 
why they entered at Tzol? Because Moshe Rabbeinu went up on a Thursday and he came down on a Monday. And the Rosh by us at Masechet Tarit adds that that's why on Monday and Thursday, even when we're not fasting, we add Tachanunin to the prayers. Why? Because since those days are Etratzon days, so it's proper to add Tachanunin. Uh, we say Kelmelech and so on and so forth. The only question that we can ask is seemingly this goes against what we know from the the Zora Kadosh. The Zora Kadosh tells us that every day of the week corresponds one of the seven sefirot. The seven sefirot are Chesed, Yevurat, Tiferet, Nesah, Hod, Yesod, Malchut. So the Zohar teaches us, Rabbeinu Ari said, <coughs> Sunday corresponds to Chesed. And Monday corresponds to Geburah. So right away, Geburah is judgment, is Dinim. And we know Geburah is on the left side. So the Chaurah, fine, now what's Tuesday? Tuesday is the Ferris, so Tuesday is Kitov, Tuesday is a good day. And then Wednesday is Netzach. Netzach is also on the right side. But Thursday is Hod. Hod is on the left side. So that's also coming from the judgments. Because all the judgments are lined up on the left, and all the Hasidim are lined up on the right. So the Chaurah, according to the Benu Ari, it runs against this Tosafot. Tosafot said, Monday and Thursday, these are Etratzon days. These are days that Moshe Rabbeinu went up and went down. But if you look at the way the Ari's are set up the week, Sounds like that Monday and Thursday, if anything, are days of strict judgment. Monday is the day of Geburah, and uh, Thursday is the day of uh, of Hod, which is also on the left side. So I saw the Mefarshim; they actually uh, discussed this. He said, "Val piyasod," a meaning from the Sefer Devarim Shalom. And the Edua Hefech, Kikevad Noda Sheshivat Yamim Shabbat Shavua, Hem Keneged Zayin Sefirot. And we also know that <coughs> there's the right and there's the middle and there's the left. The way you remember that, the Rabbeinu Ari gave us a acronym to remember the right and the left and the uh, and the middle hahan baga dati what is hahan baga dati hahan is chokhmah chesed nesach that's the right side hahan the right side baga is bina gibura hod baga that's on the left side. And in the middle is Dati. Dati is Da'at, Tif'erit, Yesod. That's the, the middle line. But the Chawram, Monday and Thursday, both come from the, from the left side. It's the Bet and the He. The, the, uh, the, uh, or the I'm sorry. And the, uh, and the Hod. So, that's a problem. So he quotes over here, from the Sha'aruah HaKodesh and he says like this 
גם טעם למה שנהגו לטענות בשני וחמישי בכל שבוע, הוא מפני כי הגיבורות וההוד שולטים בימים אלו. אה, זה בגלל זה. בגלל זה זה דייז אבג'אדג'מנס, והנה הם מידות הדין, ולכן מטענים בהם, ויכוון להמתיק דיני הגיבורות על ידי החסד, ודיני ההוד על ידי הנצח. So he says on the contrary, we fast on those days in order to make mituk adinim. Now how does he say you make the mituk adinim? The mituk, the sweetening of the judgments on Monday, which is Gimurah, you sweeten it with the hasadim. The hasadim was on Sunday. And you sweeten the Gimurah of Thursday, which was Hod, with the Netzach of Wednesday. Which is somehow the day before sweetens, it seems, that you're building uh, uh, bricks. So on the first day you have chesed. So when you put the gevurah on top of it, so now the chesed and the gevurah somehow, they mix. So therefore it's a good day to make a fast because you're able to mix the chasadim and the gevurot and make a sweetening of the judgments. Wednesday would be the same thing. Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday is netzach, which is, which is the, the, the right side. And then right after that you have hod, which is the left side, but the Wednesday and Thursday now is connected, which means the Netzal is here, and then you put the Hod next to it. So therefore it seems that Adrabah, that on these days, even though they're Giburot, but if you say that they're, they're building off the day before it, so then already it's not running counter to what Tosafot was saying. Could be that's what Tosafot meant. Tosafot said that Monday and Thursday are good days, because Moshe Rabbeinu went up and he came down. And why did he come up with it? Because Adra, those days are the days of the Mituka Dinim. Those are the days that although they're primarily Dinim, but since they come before, when they come after a, a Sunday, and they come after a Wednesday, so that already gives them a, an extra power. And that's what he wants to say. The Im Nechonim, if this is what, true what we're saying, if Shadi Hashid V'Nei Tosfot, Ulfi Shaya Et Ratzon, Be'ota Aliyah V'Yirida, Nothing to talk about. Monday and Thursday is Dinim. Since Moshe Rabbeinu was able to make this mituk the first time around, so every Monday and Thursday that comes around, that mituk adin re, uh, resurfaces. So it's two different things. He's saying it's mituk adinim from one angle. And he says, we're talking from Moshe Rabbeinu. Beram der Eder, Tarvay v'Sterichu. Nahaynu. Tiyemesh v'Amashit Sterichim, Gam dimei Rishon v'Revi'i, V'gam la'aliyatos shel Moshe, Which means you have both things working for it. Monday follows Sunday, And Thursday follows Wednesday, That's one in Yan. And also, Moshe Rabbeinu made the mituk, When he went up and he went down. So the combination of both those uh, items, uh, Make uh, Monday and Thursday uh, suitable uh, for, uh, for fasting, <coughs> for praying, extra tefillot, and uh, that's probably the the source. At least we have now a, an official source, Matosafot and Baba Kama, to why uh, they chose 
those days. Now, of course, that's only when you're uh, making a series of fasts. On a regular uh, fast day, whatever it falls out on the calendar. We don't push, push to Monday and Thursday. But on a series of rain fasts, for example, like we said, Yehidim, they do Monday, Thursday, Monday. Or the Tzibur does Monday, Thursday, Monday. Now, the, the Gemara just said, so then why don't you start on Thursday? I give it out a different reason. That's because uh, you don't want you you worried about the prowl gouging. She's once already you're doing Monday, Thursday, Monday. Why don't you start on Thursday? Okay, no, we want to start on the on the Monday first. That's a separate question. But where they get those three days bichlal or those two days bichlal? So you see now in Yad, if a person wanted to make a private fast, this would be the nafkamina. If a person wanted to make a private fast for whatever reason he wants to fast, we're going to see on tomorrow's daf if he should make prayers or he shouldn't do fasting. But let's say a person doesn't affect him and is able to do it. So probably the two best days of the week to make private fasts would be on a uh, Monday and a Thursday, based on the way we're learning now. Baruch Hashem.